Hi, this is Mel Soul with Golf Soup from the Soul, a podcast about golf from soup to nuts. And this is episode two of our weekly podcast series. And this week I would like to talk about New Year's resolutions. We are just approaching Christmas. It is December 24th, 2014. And we all tend to make our New Year's resolutions uh, around January 1. And for the most part, people who make New Year's resolutions uh, by the second or third week of January, those resolutions have already bit the dust. So what I would like my listeners to do is make a New Year's resolution that is going to continue the whole year. This resolution is about improving your golf game. And it's all about practice. Now, some people love practicing. Some people don't like practicing. Some people who like practicing just don't have the time to practice. So how do you improve your golf when you have some issues about restricting your practice time? Well, a lot of people think that Practice has to be at the driving range hitting balls. This is not true. When I started golf, I lived a long way from the golf course where my dad and I were members. And so during the week when I got home from school, I would grab a club, go in the yard, and just stand and swing the club. And I got a book out of the school library from Dr. Kerry Middlecoff, who was a great golfer in the 40s and 50s and so I studied this book and learned how to hold the club, how to stand, backswing, downswing, follow through, short game and I would swing in the yard over and over again for 10 or 15 minutes and I improved fairly quickly and looking back now as an instructor I can see that that Swinging the club at home really made a difference to my golf. And the reason is this. There is no ball, so you're not worried about outcome. And so you can focus on good technique. And as a young man, I always wanted to have a pretty golf swing. And so I would stand there and swing and pose and pretend that I was playing in the British Open and the US Open and the Masters and... um, I had this swing that I wanted to have that I felt would look good. And so practicing swinging the club, when I did go to the course on the weekend with my dad, my body was already trained in swinging the club correctly. And so when I put a ball down, I found it easier. So for those of you that don't have time, that is a great way. Most people who like to practice tend to do what I call the rake and hit method. And that is they go to the driving range and they stand there and they rake up a ball and they hit it and they rake up a ball and they hit it. And they don't really go through the process of why am I here and what am I trying to accomplish. So for 2015, this is the resolution I want you to make. You are going to practice with a purpose. That is your slogan for 2015. 
practice with a purpose. So the way you do that is you get a little notebook and a pen and you keep it in your golf bag. And each time you go to the range, whatever club you're going to practice, let's say you go to the driving range and you're going to practice your chipping. So count out 20 balls, chip to a hole on the putting green, take four tees and create a little circle and put the tees north, south, east, west. And depending on your handicap will determine how big or small you make this circle to start off with. So if you're a higher handicap, maybe you want to make the circle five, six, seven feet. If you're a good golfer, maybe you want to make it, you know, four, three feet, depending on your ability. And you chip your 20 balls, and then you go and count how many balls are inside your circle. And you take your notepad and you write down the date, you write down chipping, and then you write down, let's say, eight out of 20. That is your baseline. Now, the next time you come back to do your chipping, you have to improve on that. You have to have nine or better. So you count out your 20 balls, you chip them. If you've got eight or less, you've got to do it again. You cannot leave the driving range until you've improved on your previous figure. So once you've got nine, 10, 11, inside the circle, now you can quit. You write down in your notebook the date, chipping, now you got 10 out of 20. You now know for sure that you're a better chipper today than you were the last time you practiced your chipping. And you do exactly the same with your bunker shots. You do exactly the same with your pitching. When you're working on your full swing, if you're working on your driver, Pick two targets, maybe a tree on the one side and a flagstick on the other, and set about the width of a fairway. And you have to hit the ball inside that zone. You count how many balls you got inside your zone. You write it down in your notebook. The next time you come and practice your driver, you have to improve on that. If you do, you know you're a better driver of the golf ball today than you were the last time you practiced your driving. A great way to lower your score, as everybody knows, is putting. Go to the putting green, work on lag putts, create a little three-foot circle with your tees, and now you hit putts from 25, 30, 35 feet, and your goal is to get them inside that three-foot circle. You're working now on your touch. If you can eliminate Three putting, your golf scores are going to improve. If you're the type of golfer that has not had lessons, maybe 2015 is a time for you to consider taking one or two lessons just to give you something to work on when you have the time at home just to swing the club. A good teaching professional will know exactly what to give you to work on if you don't have the time to practice a lot. He or she will give you some drills to do, and at least, again, you're practicing with a purpose. For those of you that do take lessons or have taken lessons in the past, you know, maybe review those lessons. Go over them, because sometimes we forget. You know, 
Most teaching professionals these days uh, provide video feedback with your lessons. And your lessons are usually emailed to you. So you can go back and review those lessons and, oh, I forgot about my weight shift or I forgot about making sure I do a full shoulder turn and you go and you work on those things. Use my website as a resource to improve your golf. My website, if you type in melsoulgolfschool.com, on the top of the homepage, you will see Mel's monthly golf tips. Click on that tab, open up that golf tip page. On the right-hand side, you'll see a big jumble of words, chipping, pitching, putting, bunker shot, stretching, nutrition. Click on whatever subject you're looking for. If you want to work on your putting, click on putting. All the tips relative to punning will come up. Go through those tips. You will improve your golf. If ever you have a question that you want to send me, melsoulgolf at gmail.com is my email. Don't hesitate to email me and I'll be quite happy to help you. I wish all my listeners a very Merry Christmas and a great 2015 for your golf. May all your putts be little ones. This is Mel Soul from Golf Soup with Soul, signing off.